I don't know what's real. I don't know what's not real. Limited Capacity is a collection of six darkly amusing stories about the mysterious ways we interact with the internet and with each other. There's something going on with him. It's like an act. I don't trust him. What? You're staring at me like I should say something, but I don't really know what to do here. That's the whole name of the game. Don't talk about how the town isn't real. Do you understand? Limited Capacity. Available now on CBC Listen or wherever you get your podcasts. This is a CBC Podcast. This is Play Me, your digital theater. We transform the hottest contemporary plays into bingeable audio dramas. I'm Laura Mullen. And I'm Chris Tolley. Hi, and welcome to Play Me and the conclusion of Bed and Breakfast by Mark Crawford. In parts one and two, we meet Brett and Drew, a couple from Toronto who quit the jobs they hate to move to a small town in Ontario after Brett's aunt dies and unexpectedly leaves her century home to him. They decide to transform the house into a bed and breakfast and dive headfirst into renovations and their new life in the community. Brett and Drew are warmly welcomed and help organize the local Santa Claus parade. But when their home is vandalized with homophobic slurs, they become fearful that not everyone welcomes them. Brett starts asking around about Maggie's past and the secret baby he never knew she had. This is the conclusion to Bed and Breakfast by Mark Crawford. At Maggie's house, bed and breakfast, this is Drew. Excuse me, um, hi. Do you have these sheets in queen size? What are the nights you'd like to book? Oh, hello there. Um, I'm the guy who called about the harvest table. Is your mom home? For the opening weekend, great. I have a few options for you. Whoa, 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 Sean. That wallpaper goes the other way. Okay, you're all booked in. We'll see you in a couple weeks. Hi, Doug. Do you think you could swing by this auction sale with the truck? I went a bit nuts. And Maggie's house B&B, Drew speaking. Hello? Hello? No, I know Chris, and if it were up to me, I would have brought him home a month ago, but can you please just keep him for one more week? And Maggie's house, this is Drew. Drew just wants to get through this weekend. This weekend? Uh, yeah, it's actually our opening and we already have two bookings, but the more the merrier. No, Mom, I don't understand your recipe. Do I need baking powder or baking soda? Is there a difference? Oh, Mom, I gotta go. I think the first guests are here. Thanks. Bye. Ready? As I'll ever be. Hello, hello, hello. I'm Charles. Call me Chuck. And I'm Sharon. Call me Sharon. Oh, this is so exciting, isn't it, darling? A little springtime anniversary getaway. 25 years, three kids and one move across the pond later. This is charming. Did you say this is your first weekend? Are we... um... Popping your cherry. Chuck. Wait a sec. Brett Brooks... Aren't you on telly? Yeah, I'd never forget that face. Hello, welcome. Are you Travis? Yo, sweet place, man. 
My girl Alexa thinks we're going back to our crib, but I was like, no man, we should stay someplace sweet, know what I'm saying? For our wedding night. Well, we've put you in the front room. It's the closest thing we have to a honeymoon suite. Sweet, man. A suite. That sounds sweet. Sweet. Um, since you'll be getting in late, I'll give you my cell number. Just text me when you're on your way, and I'll let you in without ringing the doorbell and disrupting the other guests. Yo, man. Limo pulls up, door swings open, and booyah! I'm going to carry my girl Alexa over the threshold. Know what I'm saying? Sweet. Wow. This is certainly different. You must be Sylvia. When you booked on the phone, you mentioned you normally stayed at the Harbor View, is that right? Mm, the same weekend for over 40 years. Ever since we've been having this annual regional meeting for party. A party? That sounds fun. What is that? It's an acronym for my organization. P-A-R-T-Y. Preaching abstinence and restraint to youth. Fun. I would still be at the harbor view if they hadn't seized operations. Shame. Though, I don't expect you mind. But this is quite a bit more modern than one is used to. The idea was to do a slightly more contemporary style. I'm not really the right one to talk about it. My better half is the designer. Is she here? No. He just ran to the store to get some baking powder. He'll be right back. Later that night. Ah, shit. Hello, hello, hello. Ah, Chuck. Hello. You're up late. Is everything okay? Better for seeing you. No, just one of those nights. A bit tossy-turny. Figured I'd pop out and let Sharon sleep. You... Oh, I'm just um, letting the last of the guests in. Uh, sorry. Excuse me. Where the hell are you taking me? Yo, shut up, Alexa. It's a surprise, okay? Hello. Congratulations. Who the hell are you? Um, I'm Brett. Welcome. Um, the other guests are sleeping, so if you could... Yo, baby, let me pick you up. You're not picking me up. You'll drop me. You're wasted. Yo, I'm wasted? I'm wasted? Shh. Okay. Beautiful dress. Travis, stop it! Yo, it's good luck. Now put your arm around my... Okay, it is very late, so... Stop I'm... it! Can we just keep it down a bit? Put me down! Yo, I got you. Just shut up for once. You shut up. I'm falling. Help! Okay, I gotcha. Here we go. Whee! Look at me. I'm a princess. You're my knight in shiny armor. Quietly now. Let me show you to your room. Sweet. Boo. Ah, Chuck, you're still up. We've got to stop meeting like this. <laughs> uh, do you need anything? What did you have in mind? <laughs> <laughs> Have a good night. Whenever I saw you on telly, I always wondered which team you played for. Well, mystery solved. Want to know why I was tossing and turning? <clears throat> Am I interrupting something? Oh, uh, uh, no. Uh, we were just, uh, just saying good night. I see. 
Brett, is it? Could you please speak to the people in the room next to mine? They are making a lot of... Yeah, baby. Um, hi, hello, I know it's your wedding night, but uh, we do have other guests. Have a good sleep. Good morning, who wants coffee, Sylvia? I should think so. I barely slept a wink. Sharon? Oh, yes, please. I slept like a log. Chuck? Hello? What? Oh, coffee. Yes, dear. Something on your mind? We won't wait for the other two. I'll be out with breakfast shortly. But please, help yourself to one of these scones. Uh, Brett, can you get that? I'm afraid they might be a bit... Homemade. Hey, Chris. Um, now's not really a good time. I hate to do this to you, my lad, but... Oh, no. Hey, Rick Mercer. Um, Chris, we will come and get him on Monday, I promise. Brett, I can handle a puppy. And God willing, I can handle a baby. But I can't handle both at the same time. Wish us luck. Be a good lad, Rick Mercer. Sorry, Brett. You get in the car and drive, woman. Oh, God. Oh, God. Yes, yes, yes. Sounds like the others are awake. And how's everything in here? We'll need some butter. These scones are hard enough to kill a man. So sorry, excuse me. I'll be right back. Look who's here. Rick Mercer? No, not now. Yes, now. Allison's in labor. Are you dealing with that? On my way. Keep him in the kitchen. And keep an eye on the bacon. <laughs> Pardon me, everyone. We have a last-minute visitor. But he's just gonna go back here. <laughs> Chuck, uh, darling, are you alright? I can't not breathe. serving breakfast downstairs and we can hear every breakfast is ready now mercer you just stay back there like a good boy help me what is it darling the scone oh my god um do you need the heimlich yeah okay um is it working yeah again yeah. One. <clears throat> oh. Two. Yeah. Three. Oh, yeah. I mean, <clears throat> cheers, mate. Does anyone else smell that? Rick Mercer, what are you doing in here? Brett, I told you to watch the bacon. Oh, excuse me. I was saving a man's life. Rick Mercer, relax. It's just a bit of smoke. No, it's not. It's a fire! Call 911! No! Where's the fire extinguisher? Stop it, bad dog. Mercer, off. 
you are a very bad boy. Brett, can you deal with your dog? Oh, he's my dog? I am literally fighting a fire here. You enjoyed that, didn't you, Chuck? Sharon, I don't know what you're talking about. Now, don't play dumb with me, Charles. You haven't enjoyed yourself that much in 25 years. Aunt Maggie's house. You're a dirty. Hello? Naughty. Hello? Nasty boy. <laughs> Just like all the rest of them. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I think now would be a good time to offer you all an apology. A refund. <sighs> we'll be right back. I don't know what's real. I don't know what's not real. Limited Capacity is a collection of six darkly amusing stories about the mysterious ways we interact with the internet and with each other. There's something going on with him. It's like an act. I don't trust him. What? You're staring at me like I should say something, but I don't really know what to do here. That's the whole name of the game. Don't talk about how the town isn't real. You understand? Limited Capacity. Available now on CBC Listen or wherever you get your podcasts. Oh, she's so tiny. She's beautiful. Yeah, she takes after her mother. Oh, that mother, not this mother. Sorry, T. You're okay. Oh, sorry, guys, to stick you with Rick Mercer like that. How did your opening weekend go? It was... We learned a lot. So, um, is Tegan an old family name? Hell no. Just because she's a baby doesn't exempt her from the rule. Alison McMillan and Christine Donnelly are overjoyed to announce the birth of Tegan Sarah McMillan Donnelly. Born May 5th at 3.49 p.m., Tegan, Sarah, and her moms are back home with Anne Murray and Katie Lang and doing well. June. Oh my god, Brett, you are never going to believe this. What? I have these new clients, a very nice couple, but they live overseas. They're retiring at the end of summer, and they want to move here and run a B&B. Where were they in September, right? <laughs> Only they want a place that's ready to go. They came across the pictures on your website, and they fell in love with this place. Carrie, what? We just opened. It's not for sale. Oh my god, I know. But they told me what they'd be willing to offer. It's this much. Oh my god. That's exactly what I said. Oh, they don't need an answer right away. September 1st. I know it hasn't been all sunshine and rainbows for you guys, so it's an option. Remember how we said we have a decision to make? Yeah. That's the one. July. Oh, like, hi, 
I... Can I just, like, drop these off in the, like, kitchen? Well, I don't know. What are they? They're, like, muffins and, like, croissants. Um, Brent and Drew, like, hired me to do the baking for the B&B. Uh, they, like, tried to do it, but I think someone almost, like, died. Well, I don't know. These look professional. Like, I guess. Are you, like, a guest here? I don't know. I'm Cody. I'm here for the summer. Working for Doug. Can you just, like, let them know that Dustin, like, dropped these off? I don't know. These are really good. Hey, thanks. Oh, and, like, by the way, I, like, like your music. At Maggie's house, this is Drew. Hello? Who is this? Hello? Hey, he's getting better on the leash. Who is that? Another one of those hang-ups. I can tell someone's there, but unlisted, of course. Do you ever look at people and wonder if it was them? What? Uh, people in town, on the street, at the store. Do you ever think, are you the one who did that to our house? Oh, don't do that. You'll drive yourself crazy. Well, they're out there, Brett, just walking around. When I'm out for a run, sometimes I hear gay yelled from a car window or around town. I get these looks from people and I think, what? What am I doing? Am I standing a certain way? How am I talking? Oh, what am I doing with my hands? I haven't done that since I was a teenager. After what happened, I can understand. It's okay. No, Brett, it's not. I like to think of myself as this strong, proud, gay man. Someone who knows better than to fall into that shit. But apparently, I'm not. So, yeah. I dug in my heels before Christmas, and we didn't run away. But every time we get one of these phone calls, all I can think is someone's checking to see if we're home, planning whatever they're going to do next. And on top of all that, I think, what am I doing to cause it? Do you just want to get away for a couple days? Go visit Ray. I think we should seriously consider taking Carrie up on this offer. Oh. He'll be out in a minute. He's late. Third time this week. Mercer, down. Oh, Doug, what happened to your eye? Were you in a fight? Had something to deal with. Y you know, you can ring the doorbell. You can come inside. You haven't even seen it all finished. <sighs> Sit. So, how is Cody doing? Hell of a lot better worker than you ever were. Do you guys take a lunch break? He's eating us out of our home. Uh, he's 18. No, I mean, it's fine. After all those years I stayed with Maggie, I guess it's my turn. But, uh, this ain't the same thing. I'm pretty sure it's exactly the same thing, Doug. How is it different? Because you... Forget it. Because we're two men, you think we can't take care of our nephew? You know, I thought if you spent enough time around me and Drew, you might change. I thought once you got to know us, you people wouldn't hate us so much. <sighs> guess I was wrong. August. Well, son, 
I'll say one thing. It doesn't look like the house I grew up in. But it looks nice, Brat. It's not what your father and I would have done, but you two like it, and that's what matters. Now, tell me, is Cody behaving himself? Uh, yes, he's been fine, Linda. Working hard. He's even made some new friends. The good kids. The boy who does our baking. They're all out at a movie tonight. And what about you, son? Have you been minding your own business? Martin, please? Brett, I, uh, brought something for you. But uh, I'll just give it to you tomorrow, before we go. Oh, girl, this is divine. It's like Martha Stewart living in here, only not so self-righteous. It's post-jail, Martha. Thanks, Ray. Thank you for coming. Girl, it's good to see you. So, do I have the run of the place? Uh, no. Brett's parents are here for the night, too. They're gonna love you. So, how are you? You didn't sound so hot on the phone. You were right. It's hard. There are people who are interested in buying this place. Big money. I think we're gonna take them up on it. Move back. What? Girl. Do I need to remind you how miserable you two were in Toronto? You remember when you first arrived? You little Miss Thing, off the bus from one horse town, Saskatchewan. Population negative 200. I always knew you wouldn't last. What? You're a small town boy, Drew. You've been here less than a year. Change isn't easy, but if you don't change, you just... Stay the same. And where's the fun in that? Now, what's a girl got to do to get a drink around this joint? Did your parents get settled in? Once I explained they don't need to sleep with all the pillows. And Ray? Two martinis and he was done. That guy used to be fun. Hey... What do you think your dad brought for you? Oh, I have no clue. I've given up trying to understand my family. They speak in code. Ugh. Guess who's home? What is he doing? It's after midnight. Can you go talk to him? He's your nephew. And yours. <sighs> Cody. Cody. People are sleeping. Do you know what time it is? What is going on in here? Well, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Like, oh my god, like... Dustin, what are you two doing? Uh, we were just like, um, we were like... Uh, no, I know what you were doing, Dustin. Can you put some clothes on? Okay. This is not what it looks like. Oh, I'm pretty sure it's exactly what it looks like. We had two rules when you came to live here. Keep the music down and no one in your room. What do you have to say for yourself? Well, I don't know. But the rule was no girls in my room. Cody, what? Are you gay now? Well, I don't know. Dustin started it. What? Like, no, I didn't. Like, you did. Okay. Seriously, Dustin, put some pants on. Cody, why didn't you just tell us you're gay? Well, I don't know. And who says I'm gay? Why do you keep saying I'm gay? Because of what you... 
That looked very gay. That looked like the definition of gay. Well, I don't know. Why are you getting so mad? You're so old-fashioned. Okay, I know it can be hard to come to terms with, Cody, but based on what you were doing just now... I I'm 18. I'm human. I'm horny. I don't know. We just like each other. So maybe I'm gay or maybe I'm not, or I don't know. Maybe I'm somewhere in between. But maybe I don't have to have that figured out right now. And maybe I don't need to put everything in a little box with a little label. And maybe this isn't Russia or Uganda or North Carolina. And I don't know. Maybe I don't feel like I should have to defend myself to my two gay uncles who I thought were supposed to be cool. Well then. Well, I don't know. Please don't tell Grandma and Grandpa. Or my dad. We won't. Just keep the music down. Okay, boys? Did he just call us old-fashioned? Yeah. What the? No, Drew, don't. Hello? Who the hell is this? What do you want? Hello? <clears throat> Damn it! Damn it! He's coming, okay? He had a late night. I don't hate you, Brett. What? You said that I... I don't. Whatever, Doug. My mom and dad are here, so I have to go. They didn't tell you yet, eh? Tell me what? Sons of bitches. Called your dad, told him. If he didn't tell you, I would. What are you talking about? You asked about Maggie's baby. Oh, Doug, I dropped that, okay? I was married to Brenda, but I was young, and Maggie was just so, uh... <laughs> we just... Just a couple of times, but uh, we swore we wouldn't tell, and... Uh, oh my god, are, are you saying that you're the father? But when she died and you moved out here, well, I... You know, it took me a while to track him down, but I did. Who, the baby? No. The people who did it to this place before Christmas. Wait, you know who that was? D did you call the police? Well, I took care of it, all right. You think that black eye was bad? You should see them. I, I just... I couldn't let something like that happen to my own flesh and blood. I, I don't understand. <sighs> When's your birthday, Brett? November? 14th. Not too long after Halloween. <sighs> Took me a while, but I tracked him down. Nobody does that to my son. I... I... Mom! Dad! We thought we were doing the right thing, son. We wanted a little brother for Stephen, and, and I was... But I miscarried, and at the same time... Uh, Maggie was in trouble. But she still got to see you grow up. Everyone agreed it would be easier if we kept it a... We just... We didn't want to lose you, Brett. Oh, sweetie. I always knew your family kept it all bottled up, but this is... 
How can we keep living here if everything in this place has been one big lie? We don't have to. We can leave. Right. Your, uh, Martin said this is for you. He was going to give you this envelope before they left, but it sounds like Doug beat him to the punch. You were supposed to get it when Maggie died, but your parents chose to... It was written almost nine years ago. Dear Brett, I'm on my way back home from visiting you in Toronto, on the train, so that explains my messy handwriting. Plus, I've had a couple of Via Rail white wines. <laughs> Liquid courage, eh? Hey, this new Drew fella is a catch. Hang on to that one. So, I've had a couple of friends my age drop dead in the past six months, and that got me thinking. Uh-oh, eh? I hope I live to be 95. I hope you're old and gray yourself when you're reading this, and everything in here is old, boring news. I hope between now and the time I kick the bucket, I finally grow a pair and tell you to your face, but just in case, I want you to know, I'm your mom. Surprise! <laughs> I wanted to tell you the summer you were 18, but you had enough of your own stuff going on, and your mom and dad and everybody else in the whole wide world told me I should still shut up and be ashamed, and what do you know? I listened to them, and that weighs on me every day. Shame. What a stupid, ugly, useless thing that is, eh? A lot of folks think you should be ashamed too, but you just keep living your life, all right? You flip them all the bird just by living your life. So, um, I have a meeting to make a will this week, and I'm going to throw this letter in there, just in case. And I decided I'm going to leave you the house. We spent a lot of good times there, you and me. Some of the happiest times of my life. Oh. Do whatever you want with the old joint. I leave it to you. My boy. And if neither of us screwed things up too bad down here, I'll see you up there on the other side. <laughs> Love you. Forever. Maggie. So, that is the full story. How we got here. Well, just about. <laughs> Earlier today. Go get it, Mercer. Get the ball. It's over there. Anybody need another beer? Sorry, yes. Ow, wow, Tegan. Easy on my boob. Yeah, I'll have another beer. Slow down, woman. At this rate, she'll be sucking beer straight from your tit. Sorry, it helps her sleep. Give me that. Well, would you look at that? Oh, good dog. Hey, uh, Cody, you want another burger before you go? Well, I don't know. No thanks. 
Did you just say no to food? Are you okay? I don't know. Sounds like Doug's here, so... Is he driving you all the way to school? Well, I don't know. My dad's taking the rest of my stuff from his house and meeting us there. But, but I can come back next summer, right? Honestly, Cody, I don't know if we'll still be here. It's just... Um, it's been a lot. Oh. Hey, Codester, do you, like, want a cookie for the road? Well, I don't know. Okay. Oh, like... Hi, Doug. Hey, kid. Hey, Cody, you ready to hit the road? Oh, I don't know. I mean, yes, I'm ready. Thanks, Uncle Brett. Hey, thanks, Uncle Drew. Okay, so... Bye. Like... Bye. Thanks for the cookie. Like, you're welcome. Oh, yeah. Well. <laughs> Son of a bitch. I got it. Hello, Aunt Maggie's house, Drew speaking. Hello? Okay, what do we need to say to make ourselves clear? Uh, yes, sorry, this is Drew. Who's this? Andrew. Lazarenko. Speaking. We, uh... We got your Christmas card, so... I knew where you were at. Hi. Your mother's just in the other room, and she, she's still not, um, so... I can't, but, um, it's good to hear your voice. Uh, yeah, you too. Thanks for calling, Dad. There, up to the present. One year to the day from where we started, and so... Now what? Tomorrow is September. Carrie really needs an answer. I know. What do you say? Oh, if you'd asked me a year ago what we wanted, I would have said we wanted a house. With the amount of money those people are offering, we could get ourselves a house anywhere. I mean, a house is just four walls and a roof. But a home... A home is people. Home is where your people are. I think that's what we wanted. And that's what we got. Can we... Can we stay here? Yes. Yes? Yes. 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 Let's stay here. Oh. I'll call Carrie in the morning and let her know. Oh, remember that big group checks in early tomorrow. Oh, I remember. I can handle it. Take all the design jobs you can get. It's not really a design job. Doug just needs help picking out tile. Well, still, he's paying you. Yeah, the family rate. So, do you think those calls have been your dad all along? Well, I think so. God, I hope so. 
maybe I can ask him someday. <laughs> when he built this place, do you think great-great-grandpa could have ever imagined that bunch of queers in his backyard? <laughs> Two of them his own flesh and blood. What would he have to say about that? Well, maybe he would have wanted to join us. Or, or maybe the rum runner. He never married. You never, you never know. know. I mean, <laughs> maybe we've always been here. You and me, Allison and Chris, Dustin, Cody. Maybe these closets have been packed so full with so many secrets for so long. Maggie, Doug. Maybe we're lucky to be alive when the doors can bust open. You know what I mean? I do. Hey, mister. You coming to bed? Mm. Mm. <laughs> that was the conclusion to Bed and Breakfast by Mark Crawford. It featured Mark Crawford and Paul Dunn. The original theatrical production was directed by Ashley Corcoran. Bed and Breakfast premiered in 2015 at the Thousand Islands Playhouse in Gananoque, Ontario. This episode's sound design and edit are by Chris Tolley. We'll be back next week with an interview with the playwright and one half of the cast of Bed and Breakfast, Mark Crawford. In the meantime, if you're looking to hear more from Mark, we highly recommend the dark and funny Don't Get Me Started as part of Season 5 of The Quarantine Chronicles. You can also listen to him perform in Prairie Nurse by Mary Beth Badian from Season 2 on Play Me. Thanks for listening. Play Me is produced by Laura Mullen and Chris Tolley in partnership with CBC Podcasts. We'd love to know what you think about Play Me. You can email us at playme at cbc.ca. And don't forget to follow us on Twitter at Theatre or Instagram at PlayMePodcast. And if you haven't already, please consider rating and reviewing us. It helps us get our podcast out to more listeners. Special thanks to our CBC producers, Fabiola Melendez-Carletti, Cecil Fernandez, and Tanya Springer. The executive producer of CBC Podcasts is Arif Narani. The senior director of audio innovation is Leslie Merklinger. Play Me is funded by the Canada Council for the Arts and the Ontario Arts Council. Play Me is an Expec Theatre production in partnership with CBC Podcasts. For more information about our plays, please visit playmepodcasts.com. For more CBC Podcasts, go to cbc.ca slash podcasts.